Welcome to 420 and 3Xs. It's the Smoke Show Podcast. I am your host, Smokey V, bringing you the realest conversations <laughs> with the illest fans. We like to talk about all sorts of stuff in here on the stream. We like to get real. We like to be vulnerable. We like to talk about real situations, relatable problems, interesting topics that often aren't on the table for conversation. I hope that you will join me. Roll yourself a blunt, kick up your feet, crack yourself a can, get relaxed, get cozy, get in a place where you can open up your mind and get ready to dive deep. It is my hope that these conversations that we have with each other create better relationships and connections with yourself and with others. Let's get ready for the topic of the week. Let's go. Hopefully you've already attended our Cannabis 101 class. If you missed that, we published it a little bit, a few episodes ago, I want to say, and it covered the basics about the industry about the topic of medicinal marijuana and cannabis. We just talked basic topics. It was very informative for some. If you don't know a lot about weed, let's be honest, it's everywhere. So it can be a little overwhelming. Whether you partake or not, it is probably good to be informed with so much misinformation that we've been fed, you know, whether that was through the D.A.R.E. program, the war on drugs, Miss Nancy Reagan herself, you know, whatever it is, (laughs) there's a lot of misinformation and there hasn't been a lot done to remedy that. So I decided we'd break it down, make it easy, make it simple, make it something that your grandmama can understand, (laughs) something that you can now explain to other people. That was Cannabis 101. We basically focused on the difference between flour, between CBD um, a couple different subtopics, what it means to purchase it and where it's legal and where it isn't and what's what. And we covered edibles and cartridges and the basics. Most of us are familiar with hearing those. But tonight, tonight we're going deeper. It's not really deeper and it's not going to be more intense. So we're not going to get into like the chemistry or anything like that. So, <laughs> Which if you know me and know me well, you know that that is one of my favorites. I love talking chemistry and cannabis chemistry. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, and it's such a an expanding industry and unknown and uncharted territory that it's so exciting, I think. <laughs> but we're not going to get that deep tonight. We're just going to take it into a different direction. So I had a lot of questions about Delta 8. Um, so I really want to get into some of the Delta 8. I want to talk about some of the other things I didn't get to cover. And as always, the floor is open for questions. So It is Wednesday. It is 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So y'all know I am on Twitch streaming and I am also on Cake Live. You can catch me every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Share your opinion, maybe a couple stories or just, you know, chime in because it's cool and it's a live recording and we will be published both on YouTube, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts. You can listen to us in a couple different ways. So definitely tune in. Tonight, Cannabis 102, what is good? Welcome back to class, ladies and gentlemen and everyone in between. (laughs) I'm glad we did not lose your attention and that you decided to come to the next basic level class about weed. Let's talk marijuana. This is my favorite topic. So let's 
let's get into it, guys. It's <laughs> actually really, really excited to do this one. And I've been thinking about this one for months because, like I said, the... The industry is just expanding. The science is exploding. There's so many new things that every time you turn around, there's something new. Like there's something new. Somebody's trying something different. Some of these breakthroughs are major. Some of them are stupid and comical. Um, But everybody's like trying and getting into it. And I can't say anything more about a bunch of potheads who get high and creative together. Like, yo, if you can get (laughs) hand a blunt to five people and see how far they get and they could potentially with the right people and the right time of day and definitely the right snacks, they could potentially take over the world. Am I right? (laughs) So this is just a really cool industry. And one of the, um, one of the funny things that's happened now, it's funny because like we can kind of look back and see, um, a little bit of like trends and patterns in the market. Um, because now California has been legal for a while um, a decade. Uh, you know, we have other states that are fully legal, fully recreational. Um, most states are medical at this point with the the exception of a few. Um, so (laughs) with all of this stuff happening, there's all this new technology. There's all these new interesting, we can start to see the trends and patterns as they're unfolding because it's not so hush hush anymore. You know, all of Canada, good point, KG, all of Canada is now legal. A lot of countries are. If they're not, they're teetering on it. We're just finding that there's more benefits than there are to the problems, right? So one of the past major situations that has arisen over the the past few years has been the rise of CBD. Now we all, this is a, a, a household word now. Everybody knows CBD from, you know, the soccer moms to grandma's arthritis, even our dogs, the vets are prescribing CBD topicals. You know, it's, it's super mainstream. CBD was simply cultivated <laughs> and discovered as we talked in Cannabis 101 as just being a strain or a divergent basically of the same species it's still cannabis fully cannabis um but it just had a really low thc level and a really high cbd level right um and because of this there was no psychoactive properties so cbd wasn't normal it didn't start that way it just was a Basically, it's been the result of a breeding process. You know, all of our weed, and this is something I want to emphasize, all of your weed is genetically modified. And it's genetically modified not by a bunch of chemists pouring chemicals and doing a bunch of crazy things and dissecting your seeds and your clones and whatever, but like (laughs) it's genetically modified because we're crossbreeding. We're picking certain strains, we're picking certain qualities, we're crossbreeding different things, and we're genetically modifying the outcome of the plant. So I just want, that's what GMO means, genetic modification. It can mean it in all sorts of different ways, but I just want to put it out there that all of your weed, especially if it's craft cannabis, if you're smoking wrapper weed, it's GMO. It doesn't mean it's full of chemicals. It just means that it's been cared for and cultivated to be that strain. And in the same way that we have made craft cannabis, which has extremely high THC levels, hemp was remaining pretty low. These plants did not gain any THC boost. In fact, they were diminishing and the CBD count was still high. So 
somebody decided, and I forget the guy's name. I wish I wrote it down. Usually I have it on the top of my head. He basically said, you know what? If your plant tests at less than 0.3% THC, it can be considered hemp. Hemp. So you can't smoke it. It's not a drug. It's something that you can work with, right? You can create things with it. You can make hemp lotion, hemp rugs, hemp clothes. Hemp is like the universal everything. You can do anything with hemp. Well, then people started realizing that hemp had high CBD. This was a discovery later, okay? It had low THC the whole time. We knew that. But then we're deciding, oh, it has really high CBD. What does this mean? So it's like, oh, damn, this is actually medicinal as well. So if this is medicinal and this is legal because it has less than that 3.303%, well, shit, we better grow a whole bunch of it. (laughs) And that's what people did. They decided to start growing a whole bunch of it. And that's where the CBD boom came in. All of a sudden, there was science to back this product, and it was legal, so let's make quick money. So everybody starts growing CBD. We have fields and fields and warehouses, and every CBD everywhere, at every gas station, at every corner, and it's this explosion. And there's so much CBD and so much of it that all of a sudden, we have too much of it. And in the industry, they're drowning in hemp plants and hemp flour. (laughs) So now we have all of this hemp flour, and they don't know what to do with it. They've spent all the time and the money to cultivate, to get it, to procure it, to make sure that it is ready, saleable, and now it's sitting there. So potheads do what potheads do best, and we got creative. Took that CBD, started testing it more. Let's break it down more. Let's find out more about the, the compositions. Let's see what's really in this thing. Let's see what we can do with it. And they found traceable elements that they already knew about, chemical compounds that we're familiar with, but in different levels, okay? And they decided to take some simple processing and activate certain chemicals, release certain molecular changes, and create Delta-8. Okay, so that's in like too long didn't read even though that was pretty lengthy that's how we got to delta 8 it was a a boom in the industry from cbd it's a creative process a creative venture that created the product delta 8 delta 8 is already actually exists so we were familiar with it anyways but we found a new catalyst to create it okay so that's the long and the short of it all right King Wayne, one thing that confused me is peyote. When I was younger, I was told it was weed, and then I was told it wasn't real. Then I was told it wasn't. Then it's related. I'm not too familiar with peyote. I do not believe it's related to weed, though. Yeah, weed farms are definitely a good investment. So Delta 8. Delta 8. Let me tell you, like, the real... The real way, because this is not some nutty science. People are really talking down on Delta 8 because they say it's synthetic weed and it's chemical and it's going to kill you. No, it's not. But there are chemicals that people can use carelessly that could harm you in cultivating this. Okay? It is not fake weed. There are three types of deltas that are really commonly known in cannabis, 
Uh, the first one is Delta 9. That's the one that's illegal. So these are all the THC, types of THC. Delta 9 is the one that gets you high. Delta 9 is going to have um, more of a mental, psychological, hallucinogenic, psychoactive, whatever you want to say, it's heady. You're going to get high from it. It's very potent, and it's activated by heat. So that means fire. That means when you're sparking it up. That means when it's being um, processed, when you're creating extracts. This is a heat compound. That's what gets you the Delta 9. It releases it. The other Delta is Delta 8, the one we're talking about right here. Delta 8 is great for helping you um, sleep. It helps calm. It induces hunger. So it's really good for people who have um, any type of eating issues or dietary. Uh, it's an anti-nausea as well. But it really focuses on that. Um, it'll give you the munchies, and it'll make you want to fall asleep. It's very, very, very relaxing. That's Delta 8. It's milder. Then there's Delta 10. Delta 10 is not very strong at all, um, but it does exist, and you do get high off of it. Delta 10, though, it helps you get focused. It works like a sativa, so it's very mild, but it gets you focused. It keys you in. It makes you driven. It keeps you on point. Delta 10. So these are the three main ones that we work with, the three main ones that we find right now prominent um, in THC, tetrahydrocannabidinol, <laughs> that's THC, okay, <clears throat> deltas can be found, yeah, so people, you can get a delta 8 pretty much anywhere right now, you can get delta 8 at a gas station, at a head shop, at a novelty store, you can buy it offline, it is completely legal, the difference is it's not activated by heat, it's activated by an actual chemical process. So there needs to be some type of organic acid combined with the nugget. There's a little bit of chemistry in, involved, but basically what it does is it keys in on the Delta-8 that's already there and it unleashes or unlocks, because it's a catalyst, more of that Delta-8. The product then has to be washed, rinsed, and then you have your Delta 8 product is basically like the runoff. Now, it's, there's a lot more to it. You can't make it in your garage. It's not really that simple, but I just broke it down in that way. Um, Delta 8 is available anywhere. It does work. The dangers of it is who's making it and how they're making it um, because there are companies that want to get rich quick. There are companies that grow really fast and they go cheap. Um, they, you know, cut corners and they kind of shut out the concerns. There are other companies that are very careful and they make sure that the products are clean and that they're using organic materials um, that are safe and not harmful. It does help with the side effects of chemotherapy, Cass. It absolutely does. Delta 8 is actually a little bit more beneficial um, for the symptoms, so for that sickness, for that restlessness, that Delta-8 actually is more helpful for that. Now, it, like I said, it already exists naturally, but it exists in such tiny amounts that it needs to be activated, just like when you smoke weed. I could sit here and eat a nugget out of my nug jug, and it's going to make me feel a little something, maybe, besides scratchy in my throat. <laughs> but to really get it, I have to do that 
that chemistry. I've got to heat it. I need that catalyst of heat. That's the same thing with delta 8. It needs that acid in order to release that compound. So that's the difference between delta 8 and delta 9. Does anyone have any questions about it? How do you know if it's safe? What a great question, Joe. Okay, so if you're going to buy a Delta 8 product, just like any other product, please do your research. Now, honestly, do your research and look into a company. Look online. Shop online instead of at the corner store, perhaps. Um, check out their website. If they don't have a website, if they don't have an Instagram, if they don't have social media going on, I have a few red flags. It means the company's too new, and it means a lot of different people haven't been trying it yet, so there's not a lot of reviews. So for me, I stay away from those. Um, just because it has more followers and is bigger doesn't mean it's better, but they should be pretty transparent if I'm buying their product. So I want to be able to go and check it out and see how they're extracting. I want them to explain it. Um, if you're super concerned, shoot, a, a, shoot them a quick email or drop an instant live chat, which most web pages have, and ask them what chemical or what type of acid they're using to extract the Delta-8. Now, if they're transparent, they'll let you know. You can look it up and just make sure that it's not hazardous. Just Google it. Google is your friend. But there are some signs if somebody gives you Delta 8 or you already have something in your possession to double check, specifically with vapes, because you're not going to be um, really smoking Delta 8 bud. There might be Delta 8 on CBD because it's active. Um, but you're mostly going to be having this in concentrates, so it's very common to vape Delta 8. Uh, so it could be in a cartridge or in a vape pen. Delta-8 is not super liquid. It's not runny. It's actually pretty hard. It's like solid almost until it's heated. And it has a pretty easy melt point, a low melt point. So once you hit it with a vape, it easily vaporizes. However, at room temperature, it's pretty solid. So it's an interesting compound. So if you can flip your pen over and see a bubble or see it move, that means that there's something added to that. It's not just the Delta 8, so I would be wary of it. Um, it should be pretty solid. So likewise, you also, I don't want to say that it's always clear because there are always different colors to all types of plant extractions, but it's not going to be a dark or murky color. You're not going to get a dark amber, um, a deep red, nothing that's that's a heavy color. You should be able to see through it. I've seen clear. I've seen like a, a very light amber yellow. I've even seen a little bit of pink, um, but it's a very light color. So clear is better and more solid is better. So that's what I would say. Um, and then always, of course, reach out. What could the negative effects be? The negative effects of Delta 8? So the negative effects could be that you buy a shit product from shit people and not know and you could be smoking um, some of their product that hasn't been properly rinsed or cleaned because they skipped a step or they bought a cheaper product um, there's all different types of compounds that you can use but there are harmful ones specifically and I wrote these down heptane hexane cyclohexane toluene sulfuric acid hydrochloric acid P-toluene sulfonic acid. 
<laughs> all of those things, um, they can be dangerous if they're not rinsed off and you inhale it, it could hurt your lungs. So that's why you want to know. Um, I've heard of clay extractions people are using, and that seems to be really safe. Uh, you can use all sorts of solvents as long as they're rinsing it. So it's just important to ask around. They have Kick Brand Delta 8 and HHC products at the local smoke shop. Yeah, I've seen that before. I've seen the Kick pens. Um, I've seen some streamers on here have that, and it started a rumor that if you were a streamer on Kick, you had to only vape from a Kick pen, which is so funny because that's not true, but it like started a whole rumor because of that brand. <laughs> it's super funny. You know, there's, there's tons of quality products out there, and I definitely recommend it. CBD in and of itself is a great product to use. It works better topically than ingesting it. Delta 8 works great by vaping it rather than smoking it. Um, THC, you can consume in many different ways, but these are all products that are cannabis. They're just different variations and ways to medicate. This is why it's so exciting. And says, even super diluted hydrochloric acid and sulfuric acid can cause skin and respiratory irritation. Yeah, it needs to have nothing in it. <laughs> it needs to be purged. You know, so that's, it's just really important, the processing. But Delta 8 is a really great thing. I don't think it's good that people are running around saying that it's synthetic weed because it's not. Um, and it's giving it a bad rap. It's one of those things like, it's almost too good to be true in the sense that it's legal and it gives you these effects. Like, so people aren't buying into it. They're thinking it's fake. It's got to be something more. It really isn't. Um, as far as research says at this point, this is a real thing. It is truly legal. It's, it's not as um, psychoactive. And they say that's because it has a high level of olivetol. Olivetol is a naturally occurring substance, uh, compound, that actually helps reverse the effects of THC. Uh, so olivetol has actually been patented. We talked about this, I think, in Cannabis 101, where it's been extracted and patented and synthetically recreated, and um, people use it so they can medicate with marijuana but also not feel the effects. So if they are in, you know, a can if they're a cancer patient, if they are a child, if they whatever it may be, you can take a live it all. So what they're surmising, their hypothesis is that Delta 8 is not so psychoactive because it naturally has greater levels of a live it all in it already. So if we get to the point where we can strip the a live it all from Delta 8, then it will become another product in and of itself. It would change the effects already. So I find that very interesting. Can it treat certain things that weed cannot? I don't think that it's that weed cannot because there's amounts of Delta-8 in regular cannabis. It's just a stronger amount. So, I, and I don't even know that weed can cure things. I think that marijuana in general helps the body return to homeostasis. I think in general, CBD specifically, but THC as well, I think THC works on more of like the mental and emotional side, where CBD really works on the physical side. Um, I think, that's, that's what I believe. Uh, so I think that, I'm sorry. 
yeah, Joe, definitely. If anybody has any other questions, please put them in the chat. Um, I didn't mean to just cut that off midway. It just caught my eye as it popped up. So I think that weed in general does not cure anything. I think it just helps put us in a different frame of mind. It puts you in a different state of being or of awareness. Um, and it brings you back to a place of homeostasis or of balance, of equal flow. So when you have CBD, when people say they take a CBD supplement every day, they're literally working on rebalancing their physical body and returning all cells to homeostasis. When your body is in balance and not imbalanced, then things automatically begin to restore themselves. So I think that's why... In my, you know, my opinion, I think that's why weed is so, it's effective for a healing tool. I know that it also does have actual chemical proven, you know, like it does actually work for many things like in a Petri dish as well. But I think just in general, it does help return things to balance. So I think that Delta 8 is definitely a pro. Has anybody tried Delta 8 in here? Has anyone given it a shot? You can take it. I mean, you can do it in all different ways. We could dab it if we wanted. Um, you can just vape pen it if you want. There's like different ways to. You can eat it. <laughs> Drink it. Yeah. Basically then, most Delta A and HHC products are altered cannabinoids from surplus hemp grown for CBD. You got it. That's exactly it. That's all this is. It's creative. They're monetizing. They're getting creative because they don't want to waste product and they're doing deeper research. It's pretty interesting. I mean, they're coming up <laughs> with clever ideas, uh, you know. I know a streamer here on Kick who vapes a Delta 8. They said it's the only one that does anything for them, helps put them in a calmer state. And I agree. I I took my, um, my sober break, my tolerance break there at the end of the summer, early fall. And <clears throat> I had been given a pen that I thought was just a regular weed pen. And I didn't use it until I was off my tolerance break. And I was like, oh, I'll hit this and try it out. And I was like, this is weird. Is this just because I haven't smoked? This, I feel really tired. Like, I feel really fucking unwound right now. And I'm reading it, and then I see... On the box, it says this is a Delta 8 product. And I've had Delta 8 as an um, oil. I would take it sublingually, and it definitely helped me go to sleep. I've been doing that for, I've had it for two years, maybe three years. When Delta 8 first came out, it was interesting. I wanted to try it. Somebody brought me a sample, and I, I liked it. So this is the first time I smoked it. And um, it definitely had a different effect, and it definitely is very calming. So I actually prefer to have a Delta 8 pen, and you guys know how I feel about cartridges in general, but I like to have one in my car and at work, like, or in my wallet, you know, like my purse or something, because it is very calming. So I have to agree with that. Does it taste different? It doesn't taste different. It just tastes like regular terpenes. Um, it just tastes like like weed extract, distillate, you know, whatever. Distillate doesn't have a taste, but it just tastes like terpenes. So just like you're hitting a regular cartridge, there's really no difference in the taste. 
So it was kind of like we got too much bud, let's make hash, and every other kind of concentrate we can think of. Yeah, yeah, they're actually pressing a lot of CBD nuggets now. You can get um, CBD concentrates, which actually also aren't too bad. I'm not a huge fan. It, to me, it's like a lot more like reclaim than it is like an actual dab. And you guys know I'm I'm the dab queen, so I really like to take some dabs. Um, but it does make you more relaxed, and I can feel it more in my body. I'm all about the body high. I think it's great to just feel melty and be relaxed. <laughs> so... I'm sure they also have flavored ones since they flavor everything now. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, there's flavored everything. I don't like flavored stuff. I like it to be as close to what it tastes like in real life or not at all. I'm not a big fruity kind of gal. But <laughs> Would Delta 8 help with my insomnia? Yes, I would definitely recommend Delta 8 for anybody with any type of digestive issues or sleep issues. Um it comes from CBD as well, so it definitely helps with more, like, nerve stuff. Uh, CBD is really good for rebuilding neural pathways and healing any type of nerve damage. This comes from that, so it also has effects for that. So I would say it's good for those things. Um, Delta 9, I would say, is good for... Um, it's good for different things. <laughs> you know, you're not going to be as heady with Delta 8, so you're very functional. Um, it's just a clearer, it's a different feeling. The Delta 8 and HHC cards I saw were all popular THC strain flavors, same terpenes used. Okay, let's talk terps for a second. Anybody want to talk about terps? Anybody know what terps are? Terpenes, what are they? We That's a common word too, and I don't think we've gone over it before. Um, it's a good one to cover. Terpenes are, I have no clue, obviously, he says. <laughs> That's okay. Terpenes are present in cannabis, yes, but they are also terpenes that are present in any type of organic compound, period. Terpenes are literally just chemical combinations <laughs> they're literally just uh, molecular bundles that cause or result in a scent or a flavor that's all it is so it's just a compound it's a molecular makeup so everything from strawberries to aloe to the grass in your yard has naturally occurring terpenes terpenes are easy to extract from organic material by simply separating the oils from the water and the plant, making sure it's very clean, making sure that all that's left is literally the essence of the plant, essentially like an essential oil, but this isn't the oil. This is a very clean, broken down, tiny little, little, little thing. And um, it packs a powerful punch. It's basically like concentrate orange juice right? Like squeezing that orange, taking everything down. They cook out all of the water. They make sure that everything that's left is literally just that orange paste. And they shove that into a can and freeze it. So when you have that, you have to add more water to it or more product before you can enjoy it. Terpenes work the same way. So what happens is we've identified a lot of these terpenes and there are a lot more that are unidentified. Now, what happens is with these, the body is really amazing, and so is the brain. But these certain flavor and scent profiles actually carry medicinal effects. 
So this is without the THC or the CBD, certain terpenes can bring relaxation, can bring calm. Some major ones that we know are lavender, chamomile. These are things we see with essential oils and products like that. But there's also terpenes that aren't so mainstream that are very specific to certain plants. So you can literally absolutely buy a bottle of terpenes off of Amazon. You can do it. It doesn't mean that it's fake. They're just easily accessed. You can create them easily. Terpenes are not hard. So when somebody gets a product that has been completely purged or purified or whatever and they get like a distillate product back or their wax really doesn't have much flavor, they may opt to naturally or to add natural terpenes afterwards. Now, that doesn't do anything dangerous. It just boosts the medicinal value of the product and it also heightens the flavor. So when you're smoking a cartridge that says it's blueberry and it tastes like shit. That's not terpenes. That's fucking vape juice. <laughs> um, but when you hit a pen or you do a dab that tastes like pine trees, that smells like fresh cut grass, that shit is real. And it has absolute effects on your brain and on a chemical level. It's amazing, really. You have to look it up if you if you aren't familiar with terps. Does that make sense? Does anybody have questions about that? Did I break it down? It's all chemistry it is. Uh-oh, can somebody say something? I don't know if I lost the stream. Okay, good. Perfect. 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 Thank you. Hey, Slayer. I watered my pineapple today and I started another one. <laughs> one, two, three. One, two, three. <laughs> what do we got? We have any other questions? I mean, I know you guys had like a slew of questions about weed before when we were chatting about it. Like, oh, we got to do the Smoky Dupe class 102. Wayne, where are you at? What do you want to know? King Wayne had all sorts of questions before I thought. <laughs> Nobody? Well, that was an easy episode then. It only took us 38 minutes. <laughs> Is that a wrap? That's a pretty short episode. Okay, what's your question? You asked a lot of great questions, Joe. Thank you so much for that. You think of good ones. Do you know of any evidence or links between weed consumption and hypertension? I don't know because I'm not a doctor and I don't know the research specifically in hypertension. Um, I would say ask your doctor, but most of the time our doctors don't know because there's not enough information out there. So they'll just advise against it simply because there's not a, enough advice and, you know, or information. So I would just do some independent research on that. I'm not positive and I just don't want to steer you in the wrong direction. <clears throat> yes, but they also want to beware um, of correlation without causation. Yeah, I agree with that. 
you know, simply doesn't mean it causes it, but it could be correlated. And they don't want to advise you something that could harm you potentially, right? I don't know. But yeah, I think weed in general is really good for everyone on a certain level, but it's not for everyone to consume in the same way. And there are definitely ways to consume it without losing your marbles or flying off the planet, you know? Yeah, what do you guys use weed for? What do you, um, what draws you to cannabis? Does it treat anything? Kaz said, thank you for all the research you do and all the cool info you provide us with. Thank you so much for saying that. That's really sweet. This is definitely something we do collectively. And this type of research is something that honestly and embarrassingly enough is just all stacked in my brain. So it really was pretty simple. I didn't even really use any notes at all. I'm just chilling and talking. <laughs> but I appreciate that. Cannabis is my favorite topic. Joe says it treats my pain, tremors, and anxiety, for starters. For me, it helps me um, with an appetite. But honestly, I just like to get high. I'll be honest. I don't really have to use it for something. I also um, do have ADHD, so it does help me with that as well. Cass says mainly to get high. Back in the day, <laughs> not smoking now, but used to, just to get high. Okay, that's fair. Kitty Slayer says, self-diagnosed, sure. My brain used to spin a million miles a minute. After smoking, I feel quote-unquote normal. I feel you. That's how I am too with ADHD. And I think that's pretty relatable to most people who do have some type of ADD. Weed can be really, really therapeutic. It could also be really damaging too. So it can have adverse effects. It can go one way or the other. All right. I think that's a wrap, guys. Again, from other streamers, one, to help sleep and to help with appetite, two, to help calm anxieties and life stress. Yeah, those are the main reasons I would say that most people smoke or medicate with cannabis. And I think they're effective reasons. Like, I think that they work, right? Like, it's a good thing. So, and now we're finally getting acknowledgement from the medical and scientific communities that agree with that and say, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and it's not so bad for you. Smoking weed should be as tolerated as a person who drinks. I agree, Joe. Um, I think that there's just a lack of knowledge. You know, um, I think a lot of our generation and the younger ones really don't give a fuck. So it's not going to be an issue. It just happens to be the older folk that really, you know, mainly have a problem, and that's just a lack of education, you know? It's misinformation, really. Yeah, we're definitely getting there. I mean, I was talking to one of my good friends the other day, and I said, like, we were talking about this, you know, this strain and that strain, and we got this from somebody, and we did this here, and blah, 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 blah. And he goes on to tell me about this s'more that he got it's like a s'more melt and this lady has a business where she does all these baked edibles and beautiful gourmet gifts and all these things and she made a specific um, product or treat where it has THC sugar which is like the crystals into an actual sugar so what you do is you light 
this product, like the actual food itself with a torch, and it's like melts itself over this marshmallow, chocolate, and graham cracker, and then you eat it and you get super high. So he ate it like a piece of it and was like out of his fucking mind. And we're talking about like how crazy, what a time to be alive because 15 years ago, he and I were like hiding out, smoking fucking swag weed when we couldn't find good stuff. And now you can just walk into some kind of, you know, flea market and get crazy ass. <laughs> like it's just insane. What a time to be alive. Who would have ever thought that we would be here where we're at already? So we're definitely making progress. It just doesn't seem like it's very quick progress. And that can be really aggravating for sure. Doctors are quick to give lots of strong meds with lots of side effects that weed could treat. Yeah. And that's just because they get paid a lot to do that. You know, different reps and different um, prescription companies push their products on different healthcare providers who in turn get giant bonuses and fancy dinners and cool things if they sell or prescribe enough of their prescription or product. They're not getting any kickbacks from the weed man, let me tell you. They're not. They're not getting any kickbacks. So they're going to continue to promote pharmaceuticals. dispensary what yeah I mean I guess to a certain extent but not all states have dispensaries you know and like in New York we only have medical dispensaries and the medical weed they have is trash it's unbelievably it's horrible it is so bad like I can't <laughs> and you can't even go in and buy it like you can't explore it's just Weed companies have been doing it at dispensaries, though. Kickback Payola City. I guess, but it's a lot smaller. You're talking about, yeah, like there's a lot of money in cannabis. Don't get me wrong. But we're talking about gigantic drug companies that have been operating and that literally fund everything that we do and own all of the products that we use. Like they are way bigger than any kickback company that a cannabis company can throw you. And I'm not saying that there's not a lot of money in weed. What I'm saying is they can throw a lot more money at you without it phasing them at all. They don't fucking care. So they're going to throw way bigger kickbacks into different studies where there are scientific journals and there are studies to back up the research than doctors are willing to throw their trust at a cannabis company or dispensary. They're not going to get that. They're going to, they'll prescribe you a medical license, but they're not getting a kickback on that. That provider gets nothing from that. The dispensary might from buying from some company, but that provider gets so much more by saying, no, I do not recommend medical marijuana for you. I think it's a very bad decision because there's not enough studies. We don't have enough supporting evidence. I don't think it's good for you, Mrs. Jones. Instead, I'd like you to go over here and I want you to take Xanax. If you just maintain your Xanax unlimited amounts and we just keep watching it, then it'll be fine. But I don't think you need to get into that. And there's just not enough evidence, ma'am. It could make your, your symptoms worse. And that's a situation you'll fall into because they're going to make a lot more money that way.
Doctors don't like testing new stuff on patients because the big if. If they prescribe you it and fucks you up, they can lose their license. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it also costs them to be able to be qualified to be a prescribing doctor for medical marijuana. Now, if you're a doctor and you've already been a doctor and you've gone through all of the schooling and all of the expenses for medical school, the last thing you want to do is pay for another license to carry yearly, like especially in an uncertain market. It's very volatile. So there's a lot of reasons why the medical community is prescribing things rather than offering cannabis. They prescribed and fucked me up, and he retired over losing his license. Hmm. Yeah, see, there's always loopholes. There's always loopholes. Well, like I said, guys, this is awesome. This is cool to jump into this one. This is, like, one of my faves to talk about. So this was cool. You guys had lots of great questions. I appreciate all the feedback. <clears throat> So I am going to upload this onto YouTube for the month of November. If you subscribe to the YouTube, you will be entered into a contest to win a free smoke session with me. This is for the month of November in the year 2022. <laughs> so if you're listening to this in the future, hello from the past. <laughs> but you can subscribe as many times as you want with as many emails as you want, and you will get as many chances as you enter to win a smoke session. So I recommend that. The, this video, if you had to pop in and out of the stream, will be uploaded also this week. And I like to have it published and produced in the next seven days. So that should be on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. So thank you guys for tuning in. This was a live and fun recording. Join us on Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. on Twitch and on Kick Live if you want to get in on the stream. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in and joining us for the Smoke Show podcast. I am super grateful for each of you, not only the listeners, but the people who come in on stream, who encourage and reach out to each other throughout the week and in between episodes. You guys are the realist and you are the reason that I'm doing this. I assure you that I am learning far more from you than you are from me. So your knowledge is invaluable. If you have enjoyed this episode, please make sure that you hit the favorite so that way you can revisit our future episodes. If you'd like to join us live, you can do so by joining Kick Live and finding me on there. <laughs> My name is Smoke Show 420. The O's are zeros. So SM0. K-E-S-H-0-W-4-2-0. You can find me there. Join the chats. It's a lot of fun. It's entertaining. It is not for the weak of heart. <laughs> so if you got thick skin and you want to dive in, please join me there. If you have other questions and the stream is not a place that you would like to check out, then I encourage you to join the website. It's 420xxx.live, L-I-V-E. That's 420xxx.live. It is not a .com. It's a .live, like our live streams and our live conversations and our live recordings. So find me there. You can ask different questions for the podcast episodes. You can give your insight, your feedback. You can check out different contests and rewards that I have available each month. You can get 
connected. You can find your people, your community. We have all sorts of conversations and we are really grateful and excited for every new member who decides to get involved. Join us on Reddit. Check us out online, Instagram, whatever way you need to. We got all the socials, all the things. So thank you for joining. Thanks for tuning in. Can't wait to hear from you guys again. And as always, be good or be good at it. (laughs) We'll see you next time.